Hi everyone, welcome to Kuna Informative Talks with Larato and Cherise. How are you? Good with you. I'm good, good. Another episode with you. And today we'll be tackling Erin Syndrome and what it is, the symptoms, the causes and the strength. And yeah, and you also have a journey again with Brendan. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I really I, I can't wait for you to share that with our listeners because we get to understand the parents' experiences and how he was diagnosed and get you to understand it better. And yeah, what is Erlen syndrome? Let's dive into it. basically to put it all in a nutshell it is the defect in visual pathways from the eye to the brain yeah so it, it affects the brain's ability to process information it's the visual information that yes. is and yeah so what are the causes of it and how you and your you and Brendan got to know that he has Erlen syndrome well, also, it's, this is a very recent one that we've done. Mm -hmm. um, I've suspected for a few years, actually, and uh, lately, I took, uh, of late, I took him for the test, and we did a self-assessment test, a self-home assessment test, mm -hmm. and then we took him to a professional yeah. to do the actual tests, yeah. and he was diagnosed. He's got Erlen as well. Sure. Yeah. It's important to know that Erlen is not an optical impairment, it has to do with the wiring from the eye to the brain. Mm -hmm. That's basically what it is. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, there's a story that you really told me, and it, it, it just blew my mind how the doctor explained what burning is. Yes. Do you want to share this, that with our listeners? Yes. And so, how the optometrist explained it was the wire that runs from the eye to the brain is very similar to an electrical wire. So, when the plastic part gets cut off, you have, you're left with a bunch of copper wires. So that's little nerves running from the eye to the brain. And in Brendan's case, one of those wires were, had a little bit of a glitch in it. So mm -hmm. his eyes would bounce on the pages and mm -hmm. that's where that glitch came from. So he, he would literally see where it's bouncing around and that causes distraction. So he was reading. And he's reading. Yes. So, yeah, that's basically what it is. What it is. Yep. So uh, I know the causes, they say, research say that mostly is hereditary. Mm -hmm. uh, most of it's hereditary, yes. Yeah, sure. So do you have any family background that you know that maybe uncles? I want? do actually. My sister, well, actually, no, it's not it's my sister anymore. She, mm -hmm. they have it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I haven't been tested myself, but mm -hmm. I, I do actually want to get it tested. Yes, yeah. yes based on the symptoms, which we'll discuss in detail. Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. It does have the symptoms are very similar. Yeah, so I would like to get myself tested. tested. Yeah, so it's things that you obviously, even with Brendan growing up, having a family, that's something that they should be obviously aware of it. That yes. maybe it could, uh, he's kids uh, could have early yes. syndrome later in life. Yes. Sure. And the good thing is if you know it now and understand it now, obviously with Brendan it was a journey for you, but for him 
with his kids uh, while grow when growing up, it will be a different story because he already knows what it is and yes. he understands it and he'll be able to pick it up quickly, yes. which is just uh, amazing. It shows the work you are doing now as a yes. parent it will basically uh, help him in the near future. And it has. It really has. I remember um, when we went to the optometrist, he showed me what they do in the, in the they use different color lenses yes. to ease the eye mm. from glitching or bouncing, so yeah. if you want to call it that. So yeah, it's very interesting how the technologies that they use mm. and the, you know, how they test it. Yeah. It's amazing to see the difference that once they have those glasses, mm -hmm. it's it's just so it's such a relief. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And I remember there was a time with, with Brendan when we'd use this uh, sort of sheets that are transparent and will put them uh, on a text yes. while he's reading and you will see how calm he'll become and he does not get tired easily because of those sheets of different yes. colors i would say shades different yes. color shades and yeah then in that way it eases the brain and the eye and they're able to see the text in yeah. a different way than they are without the shades that they're using. You know what is fascinating is uh, the colours that he used in school for his, his reading cards mm -hmm. and the overlays that they used is a completely different colour to his glasses. Sure. And interesting enough, the optometrist that I spoke to told me that uh, it changes from nature over time. As they develop, it changes. Mm -hmm. So it's best to do the test when they are young mm -hmm. and again once they've hit adolescence or adulthood, it's good to test it because the card used to be orange mm -hmm. during that. Yeah. But the glasses are now a mix between blues and purples. Amazing. Yeah. It, it's really amazing how it has really changed over time that you wonder if the brain development is growing in that glitch on the brain or what because of them changing uh, the shades. But obviously, it's something that experts would <laughs> be able to tell us that. And we're going to go to symptoms now. Uh, what, what are the symptoms you noticed with Brendan? Because I know some of the symptoms, the kids in class, you find that they get tired easily and uh, slow reading, slow reading their comprehension, mm -hmm. because obviously the way they see the, the text with a wide paper, it makes it, the eye strain more. Yes. So all of those things, you would find that a child gets tired, especially when it comes to English lessons, mm -hmm. uh, lessons where it's more intellectually demanding in terms of their left brain, where yes. their reading is more, and where else when they go like to PE, where they're creative, running around, where they are using more of their physical brain, they are more active and yeah. it's more easier for them because they don't need to concentrate yes. and use their brain that they not that they don't use their brain yes. when they're <laughs> when they're playing when they're doing uh, PE they do use it but in a different way than they're using it when they are reading. So what are the um, I would say symptoms you saw specifically with Brendan? He had um, a lot of sensitivity to light extreme sensitivity like it was really predominantly sensitive to light he had uh, headaches every day and uh, fatigue definitely mm -hmm. 
his eyes would go red, so I could definitely see his eyes were taken straight. Although he's wearing glasses, he's been wearing glasses for the last four years, mm -hmm. five years maybe, and it doesn't help. So that's that's how I started realizing. And I did the research on early, and I've been doing it for a few years now. And then we did, the, like I said, the self-assessment, and it said most likely that he has it, but mm -hmm. we had to take it into a professional who works with Erlen specifically, mm -hmm. and who's certified and qualified. Mm -hmm. And yeah, but the eye sensitivity, fatigue, and his eyes took a lot of strain, slow reading, but that's also part of the dyslexia. Yeah. So there's lots of things that open that, mm -hmm. and lots of symptoms that it could be this, it could be that bad. you have yeah. to eliminate things, as I said before. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, those were the main ones, the sensitivity to light. Yeah. And I, I remember there's one of the examples that you told me that you went in, in a restaurant. And yes, yeah, can you tell us? <laughs> of course, we went to a restaurant and just above us was a flickering light. And it, it really caught his attention. He was really distracted by this light. When we were having conversations, he kept looking up at the light, missing conversation. And I mean, that's, it really is a big thing for him is the light. Even when we drive at night, or if there's a sudden flash, even fluorescent lights, they, he's got a big sensitivity to light. He actually physically says, ow, oh, that hurts. Sure. He calls it out, yes. Yeah. So it, it really, the, the light goes in very hard on his eyes yes. and it, it shows that there is something with the brain yes. that is connected to. And it's quite an, important to understand that all of these learning difficulties, it's it, most of them, not all of them rather, it has to do with the brain, how yes. it processes things. And once we figure out how they process things, yeah. then it's easy to help them. Mm -hmm. And like you had said with the diagnosis, it's very important as much as the self assessment, yes. but it's very important to get a, a specialist on it yes. that works with kids like that so that it's easier for you to know and they will do the different assessments yes. of, on the brain, the eye and everything. And yeah, it's really quite important to note that. And one of the things that I just wanted to highlight is that, especially with parents and also teachers, is that to optimize the strength of the learners yes. on other senses. Because if they basically have that, uh, I would say, difficulty with their eye, then it means their touch, their sense of touch, sense of hearing, all of that, they, we can use that more absolutely yeah, yeah you know we can use that more for them to actually interact to do their work yes. at school and yeah problem solving they're very good at problem solving yes. they they because in their in their lives with having the difficulty you have to learn alternatives yes. on how to do certain things you know their imagination creative they're good storytellers and they're good in oral. Yes. Like with uh, Brendan, when he speaks, he would normally tell a story and you could just hear that it's just all his imagination. Yes. And you could hear that how far he can imagine that an average child because obviously there are certain things that are barriers with him in his eyes. Yes. So, yeah, yes. it's quite interesting. I always say, use their their uh, strengths mm -hmm. i mean that's that's the easiest way to go with anything that is 
neurodiverse and have yeah. struggles with neurological impairments. It's always use their strengths because that's how you build confidence, and confidence is such a massive thing. To yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's also interesting, just like everything else, to know that there is different severities of each neurodiversity mm-hmm. issue that you get. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and the spectrum, like yes. the kids with autism, yeah. so some of them can be mild, moderate, yes. so depends with the diagnosis. Yeah. Yeah. So it is quite important that we understand that some kids, the light sensitivity won't be as the same, yeah. or sometimes they, they won't have that symptom. They will have another symptom yes. that, yeah. So because it differs with each yes. child and even their brain, their neurobiological uh, diversity. Mm-hmm. So it's something that we should look up for that, yes. right? Okay. All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Ghana Informative Talk. Uh, if you for want to find out more and see how early students or people rather see things please watch the video down in the description like our video subscribe and we'll see you next week next week we'll be looking into another interesting topic so please watch out for that and tune in thank you so much for tuning in see you next week